Saturday, we take our first away game, our first conference game, and hopefully our first win against Florida in a while. So what is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Rocky Top Times, where we talk about all things Tennessee Vols. My name is Sean. My name is Chase. Chase, it's Florida week. I know you got your Gator Hater gear on. <laughs> hopefully you're not wearing any jorts or thick nah. white thick white oakley shades whatever the case may be but man uh we got a big one coming up and whew, just are you excited are you nervous uh what do you think yeah i'm pretty nervous about this one i was <laughs> i was uh, i was feeling okay about this coming into the to the year and then their first two games they they didn't look great emory jones was struggling a little or a little bit and then out of nowhere, they just come and put up a heck of a fight against Bama, which is uh, which is never a good thing. Yeah, and you know it's it's still early in the season, so you don't know if they were that good that kept them in the game, or if Alabama just fell asleep. But regardless, it was still very impressive. And I mean, in all honestly, they very well could have beaten Alabama. You know that that was a, if anybody watched that game, they did a horrible two point conversion. I mean, it was it was bad. It was about as bad as it yeah. could get, and they they had their chances for sure. I mean, they had their chances, and it, I mean, they were up. Alabama was up twenty-one to three. Yeah, I mean, they, they were just destroying them, and Florida kept them in the game the entire time. They had a really good second quarter, which worries me even more because we're the <laughs> worst second quarter team in the nation. So yeah, whew. but. What do you think? I know Florida has obviously dominated the series recently, and I'm like you. I was feeling – I'm never feeling good about our chances against Florida, but I felt okay preseason. And last season, I think they played their best game. I've seen them play in a long time. So uh, yeah. just what is this – I mean, do you think this series is still like a – do you think it's still relevant to people as far as like being competitive? Because they have dominated recently. As far as relevancy, I think, um, you know, in my lifetime alone, I mean, you know, when I was really young, you know, growing up in, you know, the 90s, uh, I mean, we were still relevant. I mean, this matchup was one of the best there was in all of college football. And then, um, you know, kind of in the late, I don't know, when was when was the last time we won in the Swamp? 2003 or something? I think, yeah, yeah I 2003. Di- I was like in diapers or something, you know. Yeah, I was nine years old at that point. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, we won back to back, back to back games that, that in 2003, 2004. And then from there we've lost, uh, f- I think 15 of the last 16, uh, with our only win coming in 2016. Uh, thank you to, uh, Juwan Jennings. Um, so yeah, you know, I mean, Ford has been really, really good for the, for the mid two thousands from, you know, 2005 or, I mean, really they've been good since 2000 and uh 2000 on really mm-hmm. and then they were really good up into the tim tebow era and then had some kind of down years but we could still never score against them um and this year i think they have one of their they're still good don't get me wrong but i think they're having one of their they don't have that those big time playmakers that they've had in the past um, unless anthony richardson is is available um and that's something we can get into a little later, but they just don't have those, those outside guys that are just, you know, super scary that you always have to plan against. You know, they got Jacob Copeland on the ends, but um, I think he's, he's, he's a good receiver, but you know, not anybody that we haven't gone up against before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's going to be an interesting battle. And I think that, you know, there could be a chance of a little wet down from them coming from such a high off the, off the Bama game. And you never know if, you know, if they're well banged up or, or what. This series is so frustrating for me just because it's a rival game, it's a division game, and they have just been absolutely so dominant, you know, in recent mm-hmm. – I, I mean, really, 15 out of 16. But, I mean, you could argue that Butch really should have gone like – I mean, he could have gone 4-1 and one against Florida in his tenure, and – the way that they lost those games uh, against Florida, I, I don't think I'll ever get over it. I mean, I, I'm yeah. still, like, so mad and upset. And I was watching some highlights the other day, and it was when Dobbs was down there. It, it was it was the game when Callaway 
ended up beating us. You know, he, he ran it all the way down. And yeah, I'm watching those highlights, and I'm just thinking to myself, how in the world did we lose this game? Just how Dobbs ran all over them. Uh, I, I, it was just – I have no idea. Like, it's so – frustrating and that happened years ago like years ago and i'm trying to get over it but it's just <laughs> awful and um you know that awful game that uh when will muschamp came to town and the score was 10 to 9 and that yeah. that was just that was just awful honestly that was a terrible game in general it was so boring you could tell butch was doing his typical you know playing not to lose instead of playing the win and uh, mm-hmm. the whole thing was just frustrating, man. But enough about the past. Uh, that's just kind of how I feel about our history with Florida. It's just the way we've lost. I can handle getting destroyed when Tim Tebow was there. Like, yeah. like, per- like Percy Harvin, in my opinion, was the best Florida player I've ever seen. And I'm fine with losing to people like that. But when you have like Trayon Harris running around out there, <laughs> you know, in Neon Stadium when it's yeah. ten to nine, like, that, that, that's pitiful. It was just awful. So. Uh, so let's talk about this game this Saturday. What do you think are the keys to victory? And we'll kind of we kind of both agree on a lot of these things, but I'll let you start. Yeah, number one, we gotta we gotta reduce the amount of turnovers that that we force ourselves. So I mean, we have we only, we've only thrown one interception, and it was you know at the very end of the pit game. Um, you know, still wasn't a great interception, but the the quarterbacks throwing the ball have been relatively decent keeping the ball away from the other team. I mean, that's whether they've overthrown them by 40 yards. I mean, so nobody could catch it or, um, you know, just, just not throwing it into coverage and all these other kinds of things, but they've been relatively good at, at that. But I think the, the big thing is fumbles and it's really just been on our quarterbacks. Our, our, our running backs haven't fumbled and our, um, our receivers haven't fumbled or anything like that. It's been, um, Hendon Hooker's fumbled a few times, and then Joe Milton's fumbled a few times. So that's been kind of the – we just – like we've said in the previous podcast, you know, we, we're just not a good enough team to, you know, let other teams have other more possessions and then us try to, you know, make up those points if they happen to score off that and then just continues to make our defense tired in the end. So um, definitely no turnovers on our end, and we have to force a turnover or – or something like that, some kind of special teams play uh, like we did at the beginning of Pitt. Um, but definitely no turnovers, and we need to force some turnovers. I couldn't agree more. And if there's one thing that Jeremy Pruitt and I agree on, it's turnovers are very important. I, I'll give him props for that. I'm not going to bench a guy a whole season if he throws an interception, though. But, yeah. yeah, turnovers are huge, especially on the road. I mean, if momentum goes the other way on the road – it's it can get ugly very fast and and we saw that you know and this florida team so they threw one interception to alabama's defense i think and Mm -hmm. i mean they they almost overcame that so we have to take care of the ball but we have to create i think at least at least two to three turnovers while having zero of of our own (laughs) to have a chance in this game um yeah i i just think they're too talented and they're going to have a home crowd it's going to be a night game you best believe you know Gainesville is going to be screaming and yelling but yeah turnovers are extremely important and uh, penalties as well just we I'm going to be honest we've looked pretty undisciplined at times and that's that's the bare minimum man just just keep your composure and when you're on the road and you get frustrated you know you're in my opinion you're much more likely to get you know Mm -hmm. penalties on you and Home cooking is a real thing. Um, I know we haven't seen it much at Knoxville, but <laughs> it's a uh, even Florida got some bad calls. I thought. I mean, Bryce Young was throwing some balls, and they were calling pass interference on him. And I was just like, I don't know about that. As much as I can't stand Florida, you know, I, I will say they they got ripped off on some calls. So yeah, it's a uh, it's going to be interesting to see how well our line plays and how composed they are because. And you mentioned it as well. The quarterback is the one that's been fumbling it. Maybe the O-line, you know, maybe they need to block a little bit longer. Maybe they're not blocking enough, so the quarterback's kind of panicking. And, um, you know, quarterback play too. You know, we'll get into quarterback play because that's obvious. But, you know, when they scramble, you know, make sure they got to protect – are they holding on to the ball too long before they pass it? Or, 
you know, are they making the right reads? All that stuff goes into consideration. So, oof. yeah, it's just a big combination of really all of it. I mean, we, we've not yeah. had a clean game and I don't, I don't think we played, you know, half as good as the potential that we have. I mean, we've, we've not played very well on offense at all. So, um, but definitely keeping, you know, we, we've got to hold on to the football. I mean, there's, there's no reason to, to just be fumbling all the time and, and things like that. And I will say that in creating turnovers, you know, this Florida's offense, especially if Emory Jones is a quarterback, he is very susceptible to throw interceptions. He's done five already this year um, through three games. So, I mean, he's definitely he's definitely a little errant on his throws. I know he had a decent game, but he didn't throw for any touchdowns against Bama. Um, and if he does throw and, and we're able to get some pressure, he's going to make mistakes. Uh, so if we can get that pressure, if we can, you know, if we can get in the backfield, we can cause some some disruption. I think we can really kind of rattle his cage a little bit, and hopefully he can kind of give the ball up to us. And I think, um, you know, I think Coach Gardner has really been pushing them all week. And yeah, yeah, I I agree. If if you force Jones to throw it, you're ch- I like our chances <laughs> in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm not gonna lie, man. If he has a few seconds and throws it, I'm gonna be holding my breath, you know, the entire time. So, mm-hmm. and I think he played his best game against Alabama. And it's weird that he didn't, he didn't have a passing touchdown. But yeah. they, uh, I mean, but I mean, they had a couple good running backs. You know, you got that. I think his name's Malik Davis, and uh, I can't remember the other guy. But you know, they got a couple good backs that are pretty good. So if that's working for you, you know, no need to throw it. So. Well, they got they got two good running backs, really. I mean, they have they have a few good running backs, but then their quarterbacks. I mean, Emory Jones is a really good runner. I mean, yes. he averages you know five and a half yards a carry, um, and then Anthony Richardson as well. He averages twenty five yards a carry. I think they lead the team in rushing, don't they? Or maybe rush yeah, yards. Yeah, both quarterbacks. I mean, Anthony Richardson has eleven carries for two hundred and seventy five yards. Jeez. That's insane. Twenty five yards a carry. Um, I really hope he doesn't play. Yeah, he was dealing with some like a hamstring, hamstring. injury yeah. in the Bama game, so he didn't play at all. But dudes, he's a, he's electric, I tell you that. But I mean, they're like I don't know, they're like top five in the country in rushing. So yeah. that's definitely something we're going to have to keep an eye on, especially with our defense being pretty good at, at stopping the run. But um, but yeah, definitely forcing you know Emory Jones to pass if we can kind of contain him on the ends. Um, I know that. We, we kind of threw some different formations on defense where we were playing some kind of 4-2, what was that, 4-2-5 defense where we were rushing four, but then we dropped our two defensive ends into coverage. So we were essentially rushing two, dropping the two defensive ends on, on plays that we think that Emory Jones could have like a, you know, a running play or something like that to kind of keep him uh, – uh, sitting on the edges or something like that so we can kind of get get in the backfield and get them. But uh, we're definitely going to have to have some kind of spy for a linebacker to uh, or someone, you know, a safety or something like that come up to be a spy for Emory Jones because he's going to run and he's going to run quite often. Yeah, I agree. And that's another thing that worries me because, you know, I, I would say his style, not skill set, but his style is kind of similar to Pitt's quarterback. You know, he – he could scramble around, and you know he he can run it a little bit. And when you have them, have when you give them an opportunity to kind of scramble and make a play, I think that's when Emory, you know, does pretty good. So uh, that's I definitely think, a strong suit. Yes, he, Throw, he can, throwing the ball is not his strong suit at all. No, he would, I think he would rather almost be a running back as a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, yeah, when you're rushing like crazy, who wouldn't? But yeah, exactly. But if if he if he's able to scramble and throw it, you know, for a few yards or for a first down, that's when I think he's probably the most dangerous. So yeah, we got to get him uncomfortable. We got to be careful when the over you know over convert on his tackles and stuff. So yeah, we'll see, man. I, I think the offensive line. I think whoever wins or whoever has the most rushing yards I think that team is going to walk away with the win and this um, which worries me a lot because let's face it our running backs were awful uh, last week and they weren't anything special against Pitt either so 
I uh, I worry a lot about our running backs because Florida's defensive line is pretty good, and our line's been struggling with penalties and mental errors. And it, honestly, it sounds like communication too. And I know I don't know if we have an update on Cooper Mays or anything, but you know mm-hmm. whatever was working in that first game, we we need it back. You know, very very fast. I know it was just Bowling Green, but yeah, we we just can't have stupid penalties. So, but. Our running backs need to show up too. They need to be wise. They need to protect the ball and just just give your playmakers the ball. I, I'm hoping that Hypel has is going to open up the playbook a little bit more and not just not just to make it flashy, but just smart with it. You know. So, what do you think, man? Who uh, you think? I think obviously running the ball is a big deal. But what do you think of our running backs lately? Do you think they can turn it around in Gainesville? Um. You know, I wouldn't expect them to have some kind of, you know, big time breakout game against this team, but I think if they can, you know, if they can be serviceable, because I think, I do, I do think that Hinton Hooker is going to start this game. I think whether he's, whether Milton's healthy or not, I think that he gives us a better option, especially with an offensive line that's been struggling a little bit. We need a quarterback that's more uh, able to run. And then I think, you know, if Hooker's coming off a, whatever kind of injury, especially if it's a leg. I don't remember what exactly his injury was, but, um, you know, just coming off an injury, you know, you could be a little, um, you know, a little gimpy or maybe not want to run as often as Hooker would. But um, I think that Hooker would be the better option for this game just for his running abilities. But rushing the ball from our, our running backs, I think if, you know, if they can – if they can see the hole and I mean, they can get, you know, a few yards of carry, then, I mean, that's going to help us a lot. I, I don't necess- necessarily think that whoever has the most rushing yards is going to win, but I do think that it's, you know, if we have like 40 or 50, I think it's going to be a bad day. But cause I mean, Alabama, I was looking at the stats cause I knew that Florida outgained them a ton on the ground. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. It was Alabama had 91 rushing yards and Florida had 245. Um, and how scary is that? Like Alabama's line yeah. struggled. Alabama's running back. I know they don't have like a stud running back this year, but still, like you can't tell me our running backs are, you know, a lot better talent wise. You know than no, they're the, not. The Bamas are exactly. So if they struggled, you know, oof, uh, hopefully Jabari Small is you know healthy, and hopefully Tyon Evans, you know, he he continues to work and get better. But I, I'm going to be honest, man. I'll I'll be pretty nervous if. If it's just Teon Evans and Jalen Wright, because you know Wright Wright just looks a little nervous out there, and mm-hmm. you have a young nervous running back in the swamp at night for the first time, yeah, he, he's going to be a lot more nervous. So, whew, I, uh, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be tough, man. You bring up a good point with Bama though, so, and yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, like, if if we can complete some pass, I mean, our, our receivers have shown the ability to get open. It's just whether the quarterback can hit them. Um, you know, it's just a few passes here and there where we can, you know, really capitalize on the on our receivers getting behind the def- defenders. And I mean, they've shown that they can do it in all three games. So, um, if we can hit on those, it's going to open the field up more. They're going to be more worried about, you know you know, us hitting over, over the top of the safeties and then they're not going to stack the box as much and it'll ro- open up the run game, you know, and, and then also on the flip side, if we're able to run the ball, I mean, it's going to open up the passing game too. you know, play, play action, all kinds of stuff. So, um, I mean, they all feed off each other, especially in this offense. And uh, so it's going to be critical, like we were saying uh, on our last kind of key to victory was just the offensive line just needs to, step it up honestly they just have to hold their blocks and really you know block the people that they're supposed to and get the protections because they're going to show us some some weird blitzes and and all kinds of different things so you got to be on the same page yeah just play smart and communicate best you can that's really all i care about (laughs) you know just just play smart don't give up penalties you know if if you get beat fine but i just want to see you try and you know on that replay cam so whew it's gonna be. Uh, I just I get so nervous for the Florida games. Uh, I don't. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get. I know why because we've lost in heartbreaking fashion, you know, for so many years, and it just seems like we always find ways to lose these games, and <laughs> it's just awful, man. It's awful. Mm-hmm. 
So what? Let's go over some key matchups for like position groups and stuff like that. So uh, I think it's safe to say because we've been talking about it a lot, but in the trenches, you know, Tennessee's mm-hmm. offensive line versus Florida defensive line, that's going to be a huge factor. Um, honestly, that's probably the deciding factor. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, is there anyone from Florida's defensive line that we need to worry about? Uh, any stats that kind of worry us or anything? Um, not really. They, I feel like they just have a, a whole lot of good players. They don't really have those Star big time player. standout uh, defensive linemen like they've had in the past. Um, I know a lot of them don't even have that many tackles. I mean, they have a, a few sacks on the. They have nine total sacks on the year, um, which is a decent amount. But mm-hmm. um, they're, you know, their defensive linemen. They have one guy that has twelve tackles. He has one or. Uh, one and a half sacks. It's uh, let's see what his name, Gervon Dexter. Um, looks like he's pretty decent, big dude, 6'6", 303 pounds. So Jesus, um, you know he's about the size of our offensive lineman. So um, you know I don't really know a lot of individual players, but I know that their defense really came on. You know in the second quarter on, um, really kind of stopped the run, obviously, and then. Their uh, defensive backs, I know that they can hold up as well on the back end, but yeah, they're that's the that's the thing that worries to me the most is Florida's defensive line versus our offensive line, just because of you know, in some situations we're getting pushed around by Tennessee Tech, which is not a good look. Yeah, yeah, that's they're gonna have to clean it up, and this happened. Oh, I can't remember. I think it was the Georgia State year. You know. I, I'm kind of going cross-eyed, but is Georgia State is that's the same year we won eight games, right? We beat Indiana. That's the same season. So yeah, yeah. The fact that we were so worried about Georgia State, you know, destroying us, they're like, we're not going to be able to compete. I hope that that is like this chance. So I hope that's this mm. time. You know, Pitt is that game where we were kind of getting pushed around. Tennessee Tech was, you know, <laughs> pushing some guys around. So hopefully, you know, <laughs> that's a wash and it's in the past. Yeah. And we just build on it and just look well against Florida. Tennessee has a knack for playing at the level of their opponent's competition. So yeah. hopefully, uh, you know, they can hold up. And I, I think they will. There's just, just something about the rival games and a division game. I just think it means a little bit more to every player on there, no matter how one-sided it's been in history. Yeah. So um, I can't imagine in this game that Cooper's going to be out again. I, I, I just can't. I mean, he looked okay running on the – I mean, like walking on the sideline at the game last uh, last Saturday. Mm. So I feel like he's going to be available to play this game, I really hope. And then obviously I think Cade's going to be back from, from last game. I think they ended up just taking him out after he got hurt there for a little bit. But, yeah, yeah we'll need everybody to be healthy, kind of rotate in and out if we need to. But, yeah, it's going to yeah. be a struggle. I agree, man. And I, I don't – you know what's weird? Florida always has, like, some really good linebackers. And I'm not saying they're bad by any means, but I feel like they're kind of missing, like, a stud linebacker this year too. So uh, maybe they're just kind of overpowered by their defensive line. But, yeah, if, if if we can try and make a couple linebackers miss, you know, we might be able to get into the open field. But, well, they do have Brent Cox. Remember him from Georgia? Yeah, transferred. that's the only. I think that's the only player on defense, other than a, that K.R. Elam guy. I think yeah, those. Elam. I think those two Trey are Dean. the only ones. Yeah, and Trey. Oh man, every time I think of Trey Dean, I just think of him getting blasted yeah. by Alabama. So sorry, Trey got, Dean. But. Remember uh, what's his face? Uh, Chris Bogle. <laughs> Chris Bogle. Oh remember yeah, him? yeah. The yeah. dude who was woke up and wanted to go to UT, and then he said, yeah. "Oh, never mind." Yeah, I remember Chris Vogel. I haven't heard anything about him. Yeah, so. he's only he doesn't have that many tackles. He only he has nine tackles in a sack. Okay, well, not too bad. I think he's yeah. he's probably like a junior now or something or sophomore or something. But uh, yeah, junior, junior. Yeah, man. I hopefully he's a bust this game. So we'll see. <laughs> but but yeah, um, hopefully they can get that established and get that running. And we mentioned quarterback play. I think you said you think Hooker's going to start. I agree. I think Hooker will also start. Um, just he, he just looked more comfortable. I think the offense had a little bit better of a flow whenever he was in. So I, I think Hooker deserves at least a shot to start this game. So I don't know if he's going to be finishing it, if he keeps fumbling the ball. But yeah, 
true. We'll see. I definitely think he just earned a shot. He had a he did he played well. I know it's Tennessee Tech, but he he played well. So. Mm-hmm. And do you think? What do you think of Florida's quarterbacks? Because we mentioned them running the ball. Both of them are very good at running it. So. Who do you like in that matchup between them rushing it and then against our linebackers? Well, the good thing about our defense is our line. I mean, our our rushing defense is ranked like fifth in the country in, in rush defense, which is you know incredible. Just thinking about that, I mean, we've had a, a decent time uh, stopping the rush the last couple of years, but but now we've kind of taken it to another level. And I think our linebackers are pretty decent at filling the gaps and things like that, but. Um, sometimes they miss them and, and, uh, you know, running backs, quarterbacks can kind of get their way with us whenever they, uh, are able to get out and run. So if we're able to stop them, I I think that all of our linebackers will be healthy for this game. And then we were able to get some, some, some reps last game as well. You know, I think that it should fare decently well. I think our defensive line also is going to play a big part in stopping the run, obviously, um, but yeah, it's going to be tough to stop. I think Emory Jones obviously will start this game, and it all just depends on Anthony Richardson's health, really, whether we'll have to really deal with him. Yeah, the the, the annoying announcers, you know, were talking about that, and um, they were saying that he hurt, like, like he hurt his hamstring really bad in the spring, I think, and then yeah, he like re-injured it again. So it's seriously like the same problem. So. I, yeah, as far as like being a human, I hope this doesn't hold him back because he is he does have like incredible talent. But yeah. man, like I, I just I don't know. He scares me. If if he runs out on the field, I'm just probably gonna change the channel because I'll probably yeah. just see that play on the highlights. You know, later that night. So hopefully they can do whatever they can to contain whoever's a quarterback. But I definitely think if Richardson's in, I I haven't I've just seen highlights. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. but. Has he thrown the ball? Does he throw the ball well too, or is he just known for like being a freak athlete and just running like a four two forty? Yeah, I mean he's thrown the ball relatively well. He, I mean he's thrown he's six of eleven for one hundred ninety two yards. He has so two touchdowns. Bombs. Okay. Yeah, he averages almost eighteen yards a, a pass. <laughs> is this kid a freshman? No, I think he's a sophomore. Oh yeah, he is a freshman. Oh my god! Wow. Well. <laughs> His status is listed as doubtful on ESPN. Doubtful. Okay. Hopefully, you know, I don't know. I know of a few people that might have, like, Florida insider information, but (laughs) who knows. But, yeah, hopefully they can contain him. If if he's doubtful and Emory Jones gets hurt, I don't even know who any other team's third-string quarterbacks are. So, Lord knows who we'll see Mm -hmm. out there. Yeah, I don't know either. I better not see uh, Jim Jebo run out there with a hat and mustache <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just throw, run for 500 yards on us. So Yeah, he still would, yeah. That's going to be tough. And I, I think another part of a good matchup is our quarterbacks versus the secondary. Uh, everyone knows we can throw it past anybody. <laughs> the question <laughs> is, where, will our receivers get there in time? Will the accuracy yeah. be there in time? And, you know, the uh, Florida secondary is always known to be pretty good, but – you know, I think Elam's probably their best, you know, corner. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a corner, right? He's not a safety. So. Yeah, he's a corner. Yeah, so I, I think he's probably their best player in the backfield on defense. So throw it the other way if he <laughs> gives us problems. But we'll have to see, man. Uh, that's going to be an interesting matchup, just seeing them throw it. And honestly, I would even go as far as Tennessee quarterback versus the linebackers. You know, the, those short third downs, those, you know – if targeting the tight ends if you have to i'm loving the fact that they're kind of opening the tight ends a little bit more and getting them more involved because you know it makes it confusing on defenses when your tight ends aren't just blocking for you every play Mm -hmm. so yeah that's gonna be a that's gonna be a key matchup too i just want i just want our quarterbacks we we gotta have some big plays too you know we Mm -hmm. We've talked about this before earlier today, but the, all those deep balls that we've been missing and overthrowing, you cannot have that. You got to catch those. You got to come down with those. If it hits Jalen Hyatt in the numbers, you got to catch it. You know, and if you catch it, yeah. don't do a stupid penalty. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. easy to trash talk and get in the heat of the moment after making that play, but keep your cool. So I know that's hard to do against Florida. I feel like. 
when Florida was down twenty-one to three, like they'd they'd get a first down and they were like in people's faces, like screaming and like I I, I get it, like I appreciate like the competitiveness, but but come on, man, like there's no need to trash talk when you're down twenty-one to three. Granted, they almost came back and won it, but man, like I don't know, it just it reminds me of a bunch of Steve Spurriers, man. They just they trash they talk no matter, no matter how much they may be wrong or lose or whatever. They just, they always just trash talk. It drives me nuts. So, hey, here's I'm glad we uh, made Spurrier retire early. I think. Oh, I know, right? Pretty sure it was us. Whenever we beat him in South Carolina, so <laughs> he retired like the next day. Didn't even do the press conference. <laughs> so, Good what do you chance. think of that matchup, man? Uh, you think what do you want to see out of Tennessee's quarterbacks? Yeah, I think just uh, make sure we hit the open guys, honestly. I mean, you're not going to complete every pass that's down the field streaks and things like that. So, I mean, if we can connect on one or two of those, I mean, it's going to help out a lot. Um, on the scoreboard, you know, just emotionally and momentum-wise, if we can kind of get up, you know, a score or two, that would be, you know, incredible. But, um you know, obviously just hitting the open guys, not making stupid mistakes. You know, this Florida's defense has given up some points to, obviously, to Alabama, but they have really good weapons. I mean, Bryce Young is, you know, pretty dang good. So um, they're going to give up yards against him. But the other two teams that they played are, are pretty bad teams, and they've given up some touchdowns. They've given up some points and some yards against them. So, I mean, it's there for the taking if, if we can kind of capitalize on that. And um, if we're able to, I mean, that definitely gives us a better chance. Yeah, it's and the really those three key victories are going to be the key of the game. You know, um, the first one you mentioned, no turnovers. We honestly, we got to win the turnover margin. Period. Period. Yeah. And uh, you know, if if we, yeah, we got to win it. <laughs> Period. Yeah. And then we got to continue to lean on good rush defense. You know, force Emory Jones to pass, make him uncomfortable. Get any pressure. I want to see Byron Young break out. I didn't really see him do too much last game. I know he was there a few times, but I want him to have like a Derek Barnett game. Just just get <laughs> after him. That might be asking a lot. And then just our offensive line, they got to play better. So if, if we can do those three things, we have a shot. I'm not saying we will, but we have a shot. All that is much easier said than done. So do we have yeah. any? do we have anybody else injured for Tennessee? Other than Cooper, um, other than Cooper, uh, I mean, there was. I mean, we had Joe Milton. We don't know okay. if he's going to be able to play. You know, Jabari Small, um, Keekson Harris, and we had Cade Mays. I mean, pretty much you name him, he's probably hurt. So still, there's still no update on anybody here, though, right? No, Hypel doesn't talk about him. He just says that they're day to day, every day. Okay. He's he's a master of saying a lot about nothing i will say out of butch and pruitt i think hypel is our best coach so far to do the press conference i i couldn't stand listening to <laughs> well, Pruitt butch. was terrible you know he was terrible but i kind of respected it in a way just because he was just like let's get this over with whereas butch like he was just like it was like an uncomfortable job interview every time it was just, yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it but <laughs> I, I cringed a lot every time he, anytime he was trying to talk about something. So. Yeah. But man, that's a, it's gonna, it's gonna be a crazy game. Um, Florida is one game where I, I don't watch that much, just because we just, I don't know what it is, man. We just, we play so bad whenever we play Florida. Like it's so bad. And um, every time. Every time, man, and I'm just like, maybe it's my fault. Maybe if I just turn off the TV, we'll complete a pass or we'll get a freaking third <laughs> down. So it, it, it's just extremely frustrating right now. So mm-hmm. did you um, – so you have some stats on here. One of them stands out to me. We mentioned it briefly that Florida's rushing offense is really good, and I didn't know they ranked second in the yeah. – second <laughs> in the nation. So – that that's pretty impressive, and then our rush defense is fifth, so that's going to be a really cool, you know, head to head to head to head matchup against yeah. them. Yeah, I think um, you know our defense is has actually been playing, you know, decent. I mean, our offense didn't help our defense during during the pit game with with our turnovers, and then just continuous. I uh, feel like we we're getting sacked every other play, so 
you know, they were just on the field a bunch, but um, which kind of caused those numbers to be skewed a little bit, I think. But our total total defense ranking out of, you know, 130 teams is 18th. Uh, like I said, the we're, our rush defense is 5th. Uh, total pass defense was ranked 68th. So um, definitely something to work on there. But, you know, our defense, I think, can – uh, they're not going to shut down Emory Jones or anything like that, but they can they can kind of keep them off the scoreboard. I think this offense, no matter who we play, I think we're going to score some points. So mm-hmm. um, it's just a matter if you know if we can score. Obviously, if we can score more, but um, if we can you know limit our turnovers, have as many possessions as possible, keep the ball away from them. Uh, being able to run the ball is going to be huge. And then obviously hitting the the open receivers, which we haven't been able to do. So um, if we're able to do that, you know, Florida's uh, pass defense is ranked 83rd in the country, which is kind of surprising with as many good, talented players as they have in the backfield um, there. So um, something that we can, you know, hopefully attack in some ways and uh, should set us up for – Hopefully a uh, competitive game going into at least the third quarter. That's all I want, man. I just want yeah. to be competitive. I'm so sick of these one-sided rival games. So sick of it. And that that is interesting that their past defense is 83rd. I will say uh-huh. they did play the number one team in the nation, but still, you know, they. I don't think Alabama. But they didn't they, give up a ton of yards. They only gave they up didn't. like 270 yards and three touchdowns, which is about normal for Bryce oh. Young. So I wonder who. I wonder what made them go down on that list that's weird so who knows but their rush defense you know they're i think you put on here that they're 31st so that's Mm -hmm. you know that's that's not bad so it's gonna be it's gonna be if if we can play competitive it'll be a decent matchup (laughs) that sounds so pitiful yeah but i i just know i've been here before okay i've been here in the driver's seat and i've i've predicted that it's going to be a fun game to watch it's going to be competitive and then we get out there and it's just awful like i I would love to make a blooper reel of well really they're not bloopers but just just reels of how bad a play could have gone wrong and how good a play could have gone right against florida like these past decades it'd be like as long as the lord of the rings trilogy i mean it just it drives me nuts how many times we've it, for example, do you remember when we were playing in Neyland? I think you went to this game, and we we had a trick play. We ran it all the way down, and he tried to the stretch it. The end zone. Oh my god! Just yeah, yeah. Cra- that would never happen against any other team except the fact that it's Florida. I mean, yeah. it's just absolutely insane to me. So I, I just want to see a competitive game. I don't want to see some stupid you know bs like that like that just yeah. drives me nuts man so it, uh, who knows man there there's always a joke that my dad always used to say he said it doesn't matter who puts on you know those florida uniforms it could be you know the cheerleading squad but they're going to beat you tennessee whenever they play each other and it was like kyle trask when he first came out i think felipe franks got hurt the week before and then trash came out and he was like the greatest quarterback that's ever played at florida yeah uh, through for, I don't know, probably 300 yards against us, a few touchdowns. Coming How many? It's like a four string. And that's the thing. How many backup quarterbacks of Florida have beaten us? Like, it's, I mean, it's an infinite list. So I sound yeah, like it. I, I sound like a negative dancing to Debbie Downer, but I'm just speaking the truth. We're cursed against Florida, honestly. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I think someone has like a voodoo doll, like a Tennessee jersey with you know a bunch of needles in it. I don't, I don't know what's going on against Florida, but hopefully we can turn that around um, and just keep it competitive. I, I just want to see some clean, un, clean, disciplined football. That's really all I want to see. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully we'll get that, man. So what do you uh, do? You want to do some predictions, and then we'll get into your interesting notes you got on here. Yeah. So, uh, oh, prediction. Jeez. Um, I'll go. So right now, I think Vegas has a, has a twenty point underdog um, <laughs> in the game. It's, it opened up as like seventeen and a half. So a lot of people have been jumping on the Gators. So, uh, which I don't blame them after losing by two points to Bama. But you know, I think we're. I think that Florida's going to come out 
I think they're still going to come out, you know, like a normal Florida team and, and play pretty well. But I still think that we're going to score some points. So I don't, for some reason, I don't, I don't think that they're going to score a ton of points. But I do think that they're going to score, you know, roughly the same amount that they scored against Bama, but maybe a little more, maybe around 38. So I have about 38, and I want to say like 24, 38, 24, maybe 38, 28. But I'll probably go 38, 24. Gators. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not a bad prediction, man. And this is why they play the game, you know. Like I agree, I don't know if their offense is going to score a ton, but I am worried that their defense will create some turnovers. I'm worried that they're going to get pressure on whoever is back there taking snaps. And uh, so help me God, if they are on the one and they line up in the shotgun at fourth, oh, they nine, will. I'm turning the TV off. I, I will be done. Uh, th- they did that again, and they almost didn't make it last they week. Did twice. Like that. That drives me insane. I don't understand. I don't think our coach knows what math is. Like that's just stupid. Like you need a yard, so you're gonna gain six yards. Like why? Like you can't do stupid, you know, cute crap like that against Florida. You you just can't. So, I'm. Uh, I think it's gonna be like. A forty-one to twenty-four type game, um, and this is just based on what I've seen so far this season and how cursed we are against Florida the past what sixteen years. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I think it'll be something like that. Yeah, what did I say? Forty-one twenty-four. Forty-one twenty-four. Yeah, forty-one twenty-four, and I think Florida takes the W. I hope I'm completely wrong. I hope Tennessee goes out there and balls out. I hope we run it all over them. I hope we throw it all over them. And I hope we leave the swamp of the W because it's been a long time. Wouldn't that be crazy, though? Oh, it'd be, dude, could you imagine the buy-in and with the players and the fans? Like, it, it would be absolutely insane. Yeah, so, it would. But, yeah, I think I saw a random fact today. Or, I say fact. I saw something on social media. And do you remember the last time Tennessee was a 20-point underdog in the Swamp? <laughs> or, or I guess it was a lot of times. but Probably last year. <laughs> probably two years what, ago. <laughs> one in particular was when we beat them down there like in 2002, like that, that crazy game like at night. So apparently uh, they were – I think that was like 2004. 2004. 2003. I thought it was 02 well, or 01. 2003 was the last time we won there. Okay. Well, one of those years, early 2000s, it was like the same exact spread, and we ended up beating them. But that was with much better players. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, I think Florida wins this one. I think they, I think, I think it'll be like 41 to 24. But again, I hope I'm dead wrong. I hope our Vols come out there and play hard. I hope. What what would if you had to give a percentage on Tennessee winning this game? What would it be? I think it's like uh, I think it's like twenty percent. That's pretty good, actually. I was thinking like three. I'm just thinking like if if these teams played played each other ten times, I think Tennessee might win like two times out of those ten. So you know what I mean? Like I, um, I don't know. I, I mean, we lost a bunch of players that haven't really played a lot of football together. We have a lot of injuries that are kind of out. Obviously, if you know if teams are matched up. And you know all our injuries are coming back and and things like that. I uh, I mean I, would, you know out of ten times I think they may win once, so maybe ten percent. But yeah. I mean you could you could line us up at every position and you would almost take four player over ours in it on it on every that's position. True. That's true. Yeah, and, and not that's every why position, but you know most out of the yeah. twenty two positions, you're probably picking at least you know. 15 or 16, 17 of Florida's players over ours. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that, especially right now. But And yeah. they have more depth than us, so it's just – but I think that this offense has potential to score some points, and I think they have potential to score some points on, on good defenses too. So that's, that's one of the only things that I can really think of that, you know, that could really keep us in the game. And could uh, you know maybe pull the upset? It's just that our offense hasn't clicked yet, and we're still playing. We're still scoring points. Mm-hmm. If if our defense, if our offense happens to click, then you never know what's what's possible. Yeah, I, and I can't wait to see what Hypo's vision is. You know, and actually just see his 
you know, scheme work the way he wants it to. Because I think he's frustrated more than any of us that, you know, we're missing those splash plays. So, but I'm telling you, yeah. man, if if we can hit those splash plays and make Emory Jones uncomfortable and get some win the turnover margin, you know, we might just have a shot. But very slim. I don't see it happening. I think Florida wins this one by a few scores. But like I said, yeah. I hope I'm wrong. And man, if, if they be if they beat Florida, dude, this Knoxville's gonna go crazy. <laughs> they're oh, yeah. gonna they're gonna go absolutely crazy. So, are you driving I'll down? There, I'll, I'll be there waiting on them from the airport. Oh yeah, I will too for sure. I'll bring my kids. I'll take them out of school. Just kidding. Won't do that. <laughs> are you going down to Gainesville to watch the game? Yeah, I actually looked at plane tickets the other day, and I was thinking about going, but no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, so get this story time. We went to my family. If you guys don't know, my family and I we love Disney World, and uh, one day we just so happened to go to Disney uh, during one of the Tennessee Florida games, and it was a close game back and forth. This was a few years ago. It was actually close. It was it was a nail biter. And we were in downtown Disney. We were like at this restaurant, and all these Gator fans were screaming at the bar. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, like just get me out of here. So I left the bar, and thank God I did because not even 30 seconds later, you know what game it was? Uh, was it the Juwan Jennings game? No. It was uh, at the it was at the swamp. Oh, so, the one where they threw the hail mary down there. Yep, they threw the yeah. hail. Felipe thinks threw a hail mary like seventy five yards and yeah. and they won it. And I have never been so unhappy at Disney World. I was so <laughs> mad at it's not a magical place anymore. No, I, I was so mad at everything. At least we were in downtown Disney, so it's not like you know Magic Kingdom. Yeah, you know, like makes yeah. me mad. So. But man, it was it was rough rocking some Tennessee gear that day in downtown Disney after that Hill Mary. Yeah, so, can imagine. It was awful. So yeah, so hopefully, uh, <laughs> and again, like just another, you know, I know we got a Hill Mary against Georgia, and you know that that's cool and all, but you know, we're not cursed. We're not cursed against Georgia like we are Florida. That that Hill Mary was it's true, awful. So. Let's go over your interesting notes you got on here. I thought they were pretty cool. And when I say cool, I mean they make me mad. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've already gone over like one of them. Well, we've really gone over two of them already. But the one that I thought was most interesting was Tennessee is currently tied for second in the country with 11 penalties on first down. Yeah. So, you know, right off the bat, we're killing ourselves. And we're starting either, you know, first and 15 or first and 20. You know, depending on the penalty or maybe first and 25 even. Um, so right there, I mean, we're just, you know, that's it's essentially just a, a drive killer. I mean, we have to gain, you know, so many more yards just to continue our drives. Um, you know, if that's if that's going to continue, we're just going to continue to struggle and, and um, you know, put our defense in, in the games earlier and more often. So obviously, like we said, a key to the victory here was, you know, limiting penalties. Um, also turnovers, but penalties are going to be huge, especially down in the swamp. Um, I know that the crowd was pretty crazy against Bama, and they caused some communication issues, um, caused a few false starts and some other issues and timeouts on, on plays that, you know, um, just didn't need timeouts to be called. But um, that's definitely going to be a problem, I, I think, again, especially as a night game. Um, so we got to kind of – figure that out i think something that i haven't really given a lot of thought of but i just now kind of started thinking about it is um how i think that our tempo is going to really affect florida um and i I don't know how it how it is with like opposing crowds because you know you're usually pretty loud for a lot of the time and then you have some time to kind of hold on for a second and then you get loud again but with how fast our offense, I mean, you have to be loud consistently, so I don't know how that kind of plays in. I haven't really seen it, honestly. So I'm interested yeah. to see how that plays out, especially against Florida's defense. Um, and they're, I mean, they have they played okay so far this year, but, you know, they haven't really tested, um, you know, tempo like this. 
Yeah, no, and that can be a huge advantage for us, which we need. But yeah, if if the offense is doing what it's supposed to do, that that should be a huge advantage, you know, to not only wear this defense out, but wear the crowd out as well. So yeah, you know, it's a night game, so maybe you got a lot of fans that have been tailgating all day, and you know, hopefully they pass out by halftime. But <laughs> or just don't they, make it in the game before they play that Tom Petty song. So yeah, but yeah, man, uh, it's gonna be a. It's going to be an emotional game, I think. It's going to be, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't want to have another game where I'm just so mad. You know, like, yeah. like how many times? I think for the past 16 years, every time I watch them play Florida, I have shouted, What are we doing? I think I've done that at least. Oh, like, I shout that a few every, times a game, every game. Yeah. Like, just, What are we doing? And I, I hope they don't make me say that. So. I just want to see a disciplined team. I sound like I'm watching, like, a kid's t-ball game. Like, I just want to see them have fun and try their best. <laughs> but Get their Capri Sun after the game. Yeah, get you some high Cs. Let's go, kids. But, yeah, I just I just want to see them look competitive, honestly. And, I, honestly, I think that's what most of all Nation wants. You know, they just want it to be competitive and stay in the game. Don't let Florida, you know, if we happen to do get a lead or – not even a lead. If we have an opportunity to take advantage of it, we got to capitalize on it. So yeah. we have to. That's that's the only way. The ball's going to have to bounce our way. We're going to have to create turnovers. We're going to have to protect it whenever we have the rock. So all these things are going to have to go our way for us to even have a shot. So I personally don't think it's going to happen, but I hope I am so wrong. I will eat crow all day. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I want I Tennessee – Exactly. I, I would love nothing more than Tennessee to pull off the upset down here. So Yeah, it'd be crazy. What are, do you know what Florida's ranked right now? Are they like eleven or fourteen or something like that? I think they're still eleventh. They're still so they didn't move at all. Okay. Huh. Yeah, that, I that's think probably that's about right. Yeah, that's that's definitely a fair ranking. I mean they almost beat the number one team, so I was to say if anything, I think they should be ranked higher than eleven. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking like they'd go to nine or something, but I guess if they lost they can't go up. I guess. I don't know. It's just too logical for them to do. Yeah. I I swear these people just throw a dart, you know, randomly. It's like, oh, yeah, this team's number eight. So, who knows? Texas is number seven. They lost. (laughs) Yeah. Texas. They have a great history. Remember that Rose Bowl? So, they got to be ranked in the top ten. 20 years ago, they were ranked number ten. I think we should do it again. Shout out to Arkansas. So, are there any other... Yeah, they're they're turning around, dude. Shout out to Pittman. He's a, I think he's the right man for that job. So that AD. Yeah, it's a it's a tough job. Yeah. Oh yeah. Could you imagine recruiting against everybody and telling Oop. people to come to Fayetteville, Arkansas? <laughs> Where um, do we know of any other big games coming up this weekend that you know? Actually, Arkansas plays Texas A&M. Mm. Uh, so Texas A&M ranked number seven. Arkansas number sixteen. Uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, Oklahoma, West Virginia should be a kind of good one. West Virginia beat uh, Virginia Tech last weekend. Dude, Oklahoma's been struggling lately. Yeah, they just they're so, they don't look that great. Um, Georgia plays Vandy. <laughs> God, poor should Vandy. be a good one. <laughs> thirty five point thirty five and a half point favorites. Really. Oh man! Yeah. So that yeah, should be fun. Those are some good matchups, man. Uh, there's Notre, no, Notre Dame, no. Wisconsin. That'd be a good one. No, oh, I I hate both those teams. I don't like any big team team, but I hope they beat Notre Dame by fifty touchdowns. I can't stand Notre Dame. Out of anybody out of the Big Ten, I think I like Wisconsin. Um, Just yeah, they have a lot of cheese. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'd I'd have to agree with you. I don't yeah. think I have any reason to hate Wisconsin, but Notre Dame, on the other hand. The Badgers are kind of ugly, like the actual yeah, animals. They're, they're kind of ugly. But Are they native to Wisconsin? Like, why is it a Badger? Like, why don't you just do what Auburn does and make it like a Tiger, War Eagle, Tiger thing? Like, why? You know, if it's not native to it, at least make it cool. Like, I feel like Badgers are everywhere. I don't know. Yeah. I'm getting way off topic here, but... You got some good games, man. Nothing beats a college Saturday, you know, just watching all these other football games. So it's going to be crazy. True that. Do you know the CBS game? That's Is that the Arkansas? 
Texas A&M. I believe it's the Texas, yeah, Texas A&M and Arkansas. I believe okay. that's the CBS. I, th- I got to think A&M would win, uh, but I could be wrong. I, 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 I will know. say They have that new quarterback, and he's not looking great. Oh, the Haynes King that was supposed to come here? Well, he got hurt. He broke his leg or something. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, in the last game. So that's why they, they were playing that one. I forgot who they were playing, but they were up 7-3 to three going into like the last drive. Ended up winning like 10-3 to against a really bad team. Yeah, and Arkansas, they can run the football. They're getting back to like their yeah. old school ways. Like they, they had a few running backs. Let's see. Know, they look pretty good. Yeah, they won 10-7 to against Colorado. They ended up yeah. – yeah, they played in New Mexico last weekend. They won 34-0. Did you see Kentucky eat a slice of humble pie? Yeah, Chattanooga almost beat them, didn't they? <laughs> God. This is and why – And they were right there at the end. This is why nobody will ever take Kentucky football serious. I mean, oh, God. Like, I just – I can't. I will say they they're better than they have been, but – it's it's one thing to be good and to be good every Saturday you play. You know, <laughs> you got to show up. Got to yep. show up here. even against those weaklings. Trust me, we know, we know yep. out of everybody. <laughs> well, man, did you have any closing thoughts? Any final thoughts before we get this thing wrapped up? Let's go down to the swamp. Let's do some crazy predictions. Like it, it could be anything. Like. Tennessee gets sacked 500 times. Uh, Jarrett Garantano no, shows up at halftime. It has to be something good for Tennessee. Okay, um, we'll do that. I think that – let's see. Do you have one right off hand that you know of? I do. Go ahead. I'll I'm going to say Tennessee goes for it on fourth down and converts on fourth down three times. Wow. That's probably the dumbest thing I've ever said. But this is this is take to take. This means that they cannot line up and shotgun at fourth and one. If they line up and shotgun, yeah, I know what. Oh God! So might as well just take just take it back then. Take it back. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take that back. I'll say. I'll say we sack Emory Jones four times. Four times. Four times he's gonna that's scramble. Pretty, that's well, pretty bold. Well, technically, like a sack, like if he's scrambling behind the yeah. line of scrimmage, yeah, that's a sack. Yeah, right? I understand. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think we'll get him four times. It is. I mean, it is bold. These are crazy predictions. They're not logical. It is. We only had four sacks against Tennessee Tech. Oh God, what am I doing? <laughs> that's. I mean, it's bold. You got to think bold. Four sacks. Um, I'm sticking to it. I'm gonna say that Emory Jones throws two interceptions. Whoa, to Theo Jackson. Yeah. Or Alante Taylor? I mean, he's just he's just susceptible to throwing interceptions. He's thrown five this year, which is tied for second in the country with interceptions. Who do you think gets um, him? Um, you know, they kind of run a lot of those those routes that Alante Taylor read really well, that that interception that he had, so oh, that little man. comeback route. That thing was beautiful. Um, so maybe Alante Taylor can get one. And then I'd say someone in the back end where they just kind of throw it up and, you know, maybe Jalen McCullough again. If he gets one, for the love of God, stay in bounds, please. Like, yeah, I mean, there was, there, was like, out. there was like no one in front of him, like no one. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be a good that'd be a good call. And you remember Devon Swafford had one, I think it was Butch's first year at the Swamp. He read that same exact route and did a pick six. It was beautiful, so... Yeah, that'd be big if we could have a pick six or something like that, or another yeah. big special teams play. Yeah, I agree. yeah, our special teams is probably the only position group I think we have an advantage on. Yeah, so I agree. That's gonna be that's gonna be key. I'm excited, man. No, I'm not. I'm nervous. So <laughs> it's Florida. I'm not excited. Yeah, agreed. I guess I could say in a pathetic way I'm excited to get this game over with. It's only – like I can watch every other game. I can watch us get beat by 50 against Alabama. But, man, like I, I just can't watch us play Florida and just look yeah. so terrible. So, yeah. yeah. Vol, come on, Vols. Prove me wrong. Go on the road. Get this upset. And uh, could you imagine the like how much money you would get if you bet on Tennessee and they ended up winning? It would be a lot. 
that'd be that'd be way a lot. Close to the lottery year. Alright y'all, well I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Rocky Top Times. Be sure to check us out on Twitter, the Rocky Top Times 98, and also on Facebook, the Rocky Top Times. My name is Sean. My name is Chase. As always, go Vols. Go Vols.